Welcome to the Rivals League Fantasy Football Podcast with Antonio Salvat and Adam Burkhart. What's up? What's happening? So, <laughs> real quick one here. We're talking about keepers. Speed round. Speed round. We're going to so, cut this one real quick. Guys. Real, real short. So, hey, Demo got Mahomes for a tenth. Don't hate it. Scratch. Yeah. yeah. I got Kittle for the 13th, and I traded it to Jake. Um, good, good trade for both teams. I think it was. I, I think it was. I think it was a fair trade, and I'm happy because I got stacked picks. Yeah, Jake thought I was going to hate on it. I I hated that you got a better pick because it's going to help your team. But mm-hmm. I don't hate it for him at all. I nope. I think that's a great trade. I mean, and he was smart with it. He knew what he wanted. He constructed his draft around it. Props to both teams. I mean, the only reason I gave up Kittle uh, was because I wanted that earlier pick so I can basically stack up my running back and wide receivers, and I'll deal with tight end later. Makes sense. Um, so, Sacco? I still don't like it. Lock it for a tenth? He got good value. It's good value. I just I don't think Lockett's more than you a wide You just don't like Lockett. Three. I don't. Um, whereas Timmy got Diggs for a fifth. I think is Diggs is going in the third. third. Early third. 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 Early, yeah, early Good value. Third. I love Diggs. I like I like Diggs more than I like Thielen. Yeah. Uh Frank got Mac. I would have taken Aaron Jones. Yeah, both great running backs. I think it, it helps him. I mean, you mentioned the number of running backs that are kept in this league right now. To get Mac to lock him in for low low cost is great. I but think it's yeah. smart. I mean, but I, Aaron Jones, the upside was just tremendously different. And I think well, you know, and he I missed think out. the unfortunate thing is, is a couple of weeks later with all this stuff going on with the Colts and. Andrew Luck, I feel like the Mac pick is you know not aging well, but it's not really due to Frank's fault. And no. You know, it is what it is. Now, had it been a standard league, I would say I do have Mac over Aaron Jones in a standard, but it's not. You're gonna get those half points. That's gonna make a difference. Uh, I have them about the same. I don't. I don't necessarily see that much of a difference. But you know, either way, I mean, I feel like it was a coin flip kind of for Frank, so I don't really hate it. Um, you got Connor for a tenth. Not surprising. Awful. It's just an awful pick. It just is because um, you fucking have him. Fuck yes, it's shit. He kept me. As a team that actually had a chance last year, and now he's going to give me a huge boost this year. I'm excited. To me, that's like when you started uh, with Kamara. Oh man, I, I feel I, I love Connor as a RB one. I don't think he's going to be as good as he was last year. I, I don't think he needs to be as good as he was last I, year. I agree. So I mean, I still think he's going to have huge value. There will be some regression. Then you got Damian Williams with Keith and. I love it. I love, actually really, really like Damian Williams. It was Williams. smart that he did that. I know. Like, I, I told you we were talking about it before. He really wanted Galladay, wanted to lock down Galladay. But for the value, Galladay actually would have costed him more for a wide receiver going later. He made the smart play. Um, I, I will really tell everybody re- in the league, if you're interested in D. Williams, Keith is open to trading him. We talked about it a little bit. You know, he's going back and forth on the guy. You're not going to be able to get him for peanuts. Uh, that doesn't happen, especially with not Keith. with Keith. No, but Keith is pretty... but there's a chance. You know, hey, if it's a if it's a guy you're targeting, go ahead and have a conversation. I mean, hey, Keith, I, I'm open to it. I like the I like the uh, um, I like Damian Williams. So uh, send me a text if you're interested. You know me, I'm always interested. Oh, yeah, in trading. I, I, we were talking about it before. I said, you know, I might. Tell him that four six, you know, maybe hey, if you want to get a little value back, if you're not sure, I'll give you the four six, and I think there's a chance somebody else might pay more than that. So it's it's possible. It's possible, yeah. Uh, then you got Mikey with Kevin Ridley for an eighth, and uh, I feel like that is, you know, who, who was it? it? It it's at it's a near his ADP, so I feel like he's locking down his wide receiver three. I don't know, I don't remember off the top of my head, but was there better options on his team for Mikey? 
I don't think so. I think he was one where it was like Goff, Ridley. There might have been one other. I mean, Ridley, for where it's at, he might have been a sixth-round pick. He has wide receiver two upside. God forbid Julio goes down. Maybe he can sprout. He has freakish talent. He's on a team that chucks the ball a lot. Um, Julio does get dinged up. So I, th- I think it's a great pick. It's just not great value. Well, and then the next one. All right. Week one in our fantasy league. I'm starting nine dickers. I'm starting nine <laughs> Everybody was ready for Neil to take Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Dublin down. Bears quarterback. But guess what? He's smarter he, than you are. He's smarter than I am. He took the Bears defense. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I'm sorry, Neil. Neil, I love you. But uh, Dude, I love you, you never, never keep a defense. But I just remember like the first three years in the Ditka he was a powerhouse. Yes, he and was. Then he did his two tight end strategy. I remember that. Oh yeah, well, fuck you guys. So I'm going Graham and Gronk. You don't know what's going to happen. It didn't work out. And ever since then, I think he's been on tilt. He's definitely on tilt today. I think. He um, is. But uh, I think he's getting too cute again. Uh, hey, I love the Bears' pride, but I, I don't like wasting a keeper on that. Neil had options, and that was he not did. Good. And the Bears' defense at twelve. The problem with people don't understand about defenses number one defenses every single year it's kind of like qbs they very rarely ever repeat do the bear are the bears going to have a good defense yeah are are, i really do believe they're going to have a really good solid defense are they going to end up the number one defense in the league that's really hard to do yeah you can't i mean projecting teams of who has a strong schedule who has a weak schedule is one of the worst possible things people can do because it changes so much every year because it's not just players getting dinged up it's not just new opponents. It's the fact that, guess what? Coaches change. Coaches, Coaches change. And scheme. Well, and guess and what? We lost Fangio. Bears losing Fangio is huge. So that automatically drops the Bears a little bit. They probably still are the best defense right now on paper, but it's just too risky to, to use that keeper on. I think he could have taken him in oh, the 11th or 12th and, you know, well, that fine. Okay, so I, I don't want to give him too, like, zero credit for that. But I do feel like, you know, have, have you seen where the Bears' defense is actually going on ADP? It's going in, like, the eighth round, which is insane. Um, Those are leagues where quarterbacks are going in the first, second, and third round, too. And our uh, league was smart enough not to do that last year. Fair. I mean, do I think he could have gotten him a little earlier? Or the Bears? Do I, do I think he could have just drafted them? Yes. Was it a value? Technically, yes. Um, would I have done it? No way. Um, next one, Chris. Chris Wilkes took Chris Carson in the fourth. I Props. Love it. I love it. Props. It's Former fantastic. Sacco, three years running. Hey, he made a great decision. He's got an amazing RB2 with RB1 upside to start the season. He had to pay a lot for it. And the only issue with Carson is that injury and Rashad Penny is nipping at his heels. But, you know, I, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think he, has, he made a really good pick, and I... You know, again, he's somebody else who is, um, I think, kind of undervalued in some drafts. Just look at last year in our Ditka draft. Running backs were going one to two rounds higher than ADP than they were in mocks. There were. So the fact that everybody got running back hungry, the first and second round were insane, all the way through the fourth round. So Carson had a chance to go in the top of the third Somebody could have reached in the in the bottom of the second. I don't think it would have happened, yep, yep, but yep. he locked him in. He's got it. And let's be honest, if he didn't have him in the fourth, he'd have fucked up that pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Couldn't help it. <laughs> All right. Your favorite pick of the night. Next. Oh, man. Jonathan Perfecto. 
Mob trees. So, so here's the story for everybody that hasn't heard it. So we were out in Wisconsin having a nice little uh, vacation weekend. The Perfectos were there and we were talking keepers and he was going back and forth. I was trying to trade for Curtis Samuel without saying Curtis Samuel because I didn't want him to dra- uh, to use him as a keeper. You didn't want to accidentally tip him off? Yeah, like <coughs> Wilkes. Um, but at the <laughs> Yeah, I, I, hey, if it was because of me. You fucked that I, one. I fucked that up. Hey, hey, Ron, <laughs> you done messed up. <laughs> you done um, messed up. But as far as Moncrief, I may have pulled a pretty shady power play on this one. Perfecto was going through naming guys like Dee Dee and looking for my reaction. So when he got to Moncrief and I knew I had him in the auction, I went in my app. I swapped him from far down on my bench, put him in as my wide receiver three or my flex, and I showed him, hey, Moncrief right here. <laughs> And from that moment, he's Shady like, fucker. fuck, yes, I'm keeping Moncrief. And I'll say, hey, for a last round or one of the last round picks, I think he was a 15th, it's not awful. I think Moncrief has some upside, but at best, he's the wide receiver two on his team. And perfecto, everybody, is under the impression that he's not just the wide receiver two on the Steelers locked in. He thinks he's going to be his wide receiver okay. two this year. Okay, so, so we have a new sack up. <sighs> well... What is the percentage? What what percentage do you give it that Moncrief could actually end up as a main target, kind of like Juju did last year on the Steelers? Four percent. Yes, I was gonna say five percent. <laughs> um, so it's possible, and I might want the under. Like, <laughs> I, and the thing is, I did pick Moncrief. I like him as a guy to toss in a flex on a bye week. You could do a lot worse. That's always had a role in the Steelers' offense. Well, and. I mean, but real, realistically, he missed out on Curtis is, Samuel. Is it possible? That's the just reality of it. Is it possible that Moncrief could really end up paying off? Sure. Sure. Yeah, we could be eating our words. He did it with Cohen did, last year. Did he have other options that were better? I think so. Facts. Okay, Facts. so last one. Last Jake. one, I think. Second best keeper in the league. Oh, I. if it were me, I'd rather have Chubb over Connor. Not for two rounds extra. Yeah, but they're, they're, to me, they're right next to each other. I go back and forth. I had Connor ahead of him until the Duke trade, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I did move Chubb right below Connor. Um, part of me still thinks Connor's a better uh, better fit this year, but uh, no, Chubb's great. Only costs an eighth. The champion is ready to repeat. I it's think dangerous. You know, he's, it's I, dangerous, everybody. I mean, Jake, Jake is a dangerous player, and I think just simply what he was able to do last year shows that he's, he's not an idiot. And no. the thing is, is you know, with what he, if he ends up keeping his team healthy, unlike his team was last year, I mean, he's going to be dangerous. He's, he's starting with an RB1, the second best tight end in football, and he, he he's on his way. So, uh, I think yeah, so. it's going to yeah. be scary. It's going to yeah, be scary, yeah, but that, let's be no now. Yeah, and Jake, Jake was the only one that wanted to bite on Kittle, and um, I mean, I think, I think that will benefit him. So... I did want to mention, uh, it is on the Facebook page, but Demo is looking to get some value from a Holmes. Uh, apparently he doesn't want the nine, six or the nine, seven pick or the nine, five, uh, Frank and I tried those, but Ooh, hey, if you're looking to pick up the Holmes, I might give him an eight, seven. Ah, okay. I think eight, seven, Demo, that's a standing offer. Eight, seven. Give that up for him. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think that's about it for me. But if somebody has an offer they want to throw out, a Demo is listening. Um, if you're somebody that maybe doesn't draft so well, this might be a guy to grab and just guarantee yourself some points. Not that he's guaranteed to be the number one. I don't actually think he's going to finish as the top this year. I don't either. But I think he will finish top five. Oh, I think he'll finish top three. I, he should, but you oh, know, no, I, I, think, I think I think even I, the end, floor. end of season ranks, I have him as my third QB. 
Wow. I mean, uh, because uh, realistically, he's still his team. He has more weapons. Yes. Tyreek Hill is still How about that there. Darwin Thompson kid. Uh, uh, um, Merkel. Um, yeah, dude, dude is. I mean, as a wide receiver three on their team, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, facts. That's obviously that's behind... one reason I actually kind of like Wat, uh, Watkins is because somebody's going to have to work some underneath routes. Oh, I think Hardman's going to take over for Watkins. Watkins is not good, and he is fantastic. Anytime he's healthy, he is fantastic. You were just talking about Will Fuller on the last pod. <laughs> when is he going to be healthy? He's never been healthy. Look at the target share between him and Tyreek Hill and see if you notice anything. Oh, I did notice something. What did you notice? Tyreek Hill was a top one. Uh, was it was a top ten? What? No, actually, he was the number one wide receiver. Were you a politician? In football. What did you and just Sammy ask Watkins you? was what now? What was the target share? Uh, he, Sammy Watkins actually had more targets, right? Yes. Yeah, you know That's why? Huge. I mean, so did Jarvis Landry. How'd that work out? Yeah, but I'm just saying that he's building a rapport. It was his first year with Mahomes, first year in the offense. I think that's a narrative you're telling yourself. That's I think, fine. I think that's Sammy fine. Watkins, it matters. It I think matters. Sammy Watkins a is a ghost of himself. After getting injured, I think it took his soul. And now he's just a shell of a man he's, with bad ankles. He's putting the C.J. Anderson moniker on uh, Watkins right no, now. No, no, no. I, I think Sammy Watkins was at one point a talented player. I don't think he is now. Yeah, unlike well, C.J. Anderson, who's never been good. Now so. we're rambling about <laughs> players that don't really matter. But guys, That's it was true. a lot of fun. I'm glad everybody. Hey, we got the keepers and rounds posted really, really fast. It was Nobody good. delayed. It was a lot of fun. Oh, Some anticipation, good shit talk. I, I did. It, it, it. I did have to delay a little bit when I traded with Neil. <laughs> You know, he had to wipe up afterwards. Oh, man. Some... See, see, you know, <laughs> Neil got what he wanted. I got what I wanted. Um, it just, you know. All he needed to do was swap third rounds, and I'm fine with it. But he didn't do it, and now he's fucked. I think that's overstating it a little bit. He's fucked. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Hey, Neil, you're fucked. <laughs> Bye-bye.